Hi, today is February 18th, 2024. We are reading from the big book of AA, uh, page 97 for the type of alcoholic, up to and including the paragraph on 98, burn the idea. Lori will be our reader, followed by a 20 minute share by Ellie. Lori, please read. Thank you, Karen. For the type of alcoholic who is able and willing yet well, Little cherry, in the ordinary sense of the word, is needed or wanted. The men who cry for money and shelter before conquering alcohol are on the wrong track. Yet, we do go to great extremes to provide each other with these very things when such action is warranted. This may seem inconsistent, but we think it is not. It is not a matter of the giving that is in question, but when and how to give. That often makes a difference between failure and success. The minute we put our work on a service plane, the alcoholic commences to rely upon our assistance rather than upon God. He clamors for this or that, claiming he cannot master alcohol until his material needs are cared for. Nonsense. Some of us have taken very hard knocks to learn this truth. Job or no job, wife or no wife, we simply do not stop drinking as long as we place dependence upon other people ahead of dependence on God burn the idea into the consciousness of every man that he can get well regardless of anyone. The only condition is that he trust in God and clean house. Thanks, Lori. Now to share on what Lori just read, we have Ellie who will share for about 20 minutes. Ellie, do you need me to uh, remind you of time? Five minutes? Okay, I'll, I'll let you know. Thanks, Ellie. Thank Please you go. very much. Am I on? Yes, I hear okay. an echo. An echo? Oh, that's not good. I'm on a new computer. I mean, we uh, can hear you, so I think it's okay. I'm so sorry. That's you better. Know, Maybe that's better. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good morning, everyone. My name is Ellie, and I am a compulsive overeater and a grazer. Is my compulsive food um, behavior. Um, I have been in program June the 1st, will be 35 years. Um, I came in at somewhere around 240 pounds. I'm somewhere around 120 now. So in that time, I have lost half my body weight. Um, I uh, it hasn't been a smooth path for me. I've had a couple of major relapses that lasted a long time but thank god for for this program and for my sponsor i never gained it all back i did gain some back but i never gained it all uh which is amazing um i uh, and each time i was in relapse i knew that if i kept doing the things that i had been doing i'd get you know, I'd, I'd get it back again at some point, and I did. Uh, I never stopped calling my sponsor, and I didn't always do what she told me to do, but I never stopped calling my sponsor, and I never stopped going to meetings. Um, I was fortunate enough to meet my sponsor at my very first meeting, and uh, she has stuck with me and put up with me for the entire time. I know that's quite unusual. Um, in the program to have the same sponsor. She's tried to get rid of me a few times because I wasn't listening, but I, I stuck with, uh, we stuck with each other. Um, so um, 
when I first got into program, I read absolutely everything, everything I could get my hands on. And I also, um, just because it was so long ago, the meetings that I went to had extensive um, cassette tape libraries, which I listened to all the time. And I, I, that was the same year that I went back to school to, um, I was, I was a, an elementary school teacher and I went back to school to get certified in special ed. So I was driving a distance to and from classes several times a week in that. So I listened to, to tapes the whole time. Um, now what I do, I don't drive that much, I'm retired, but whenever I'm doing food prep or whenever I'm in the kitchen, I put on say a, a, a vision, I put on special editions and listen to those that always uh, helps me in the in the kitchen. Um, okay, so the things that meant the most to me in this reading were um, uh, on page 98, where it says, um, put our work on a service plane, the alcohol commences to rely on our assistance rather than on God. Yeah. You know, there are some people in program, and I, I, I'm not saying anybody shouldn't say anything that means the most to them, but there are people in program that I hear say abstinence is um, the, the most important thing in my life. Um, my relationship with my higher power is my the most important thing in my life, because if I don't have that, I don't have abstinence. And if that, I don't have peace of mind. And without that, I have fear. And without that, I have you name it, you know, fill in the blank. So yeah, my higher power is the greatest thing. And I don't, although I rely on all of you and I rely on my sponsor and I, um, during COVID, I started making, I mean, I was at home. So I started uh, uh, talking to people and reading OA material and things that are related to 12 steps, not necessarily OA approved literature with people. Um, I was making up to six, seven phone calls a day. Now I'm down to anywhere from four to six a day because uh, we, we've we kept it up and it's, it's meant a lot to me and it has helped me in my recovery. Uh, so, you know, I rely on, on, on all of those people, but I also have to rely on my higher power um, down in, towards the end of that paragraph, it says, we simply do not stop drinking so long as we place dependence on other people ahead of dependence on God. Again, the most important thing in my life is my relationship to my higher power. Uh, and then the, that last paragraph, uh, oh no, I'm sorry. Yeah, the last paragraph that we read, and that is burn the idea into the consciousness of every man. Uh, that he cannot get well, oh, I'm sorry, I have written over the writing, that he can get well regardless of anyone. The only condition is that he trusts in God and clean house. And again, you've got um, the relationship with, with um, God as being above the cleaning house. Um, a, a number of years ago, I got from people um, this concept of the hanger. I don't know if you can see it. Um, so the hook at the top is God and program 
program and the principles are in the middle and everything else hangs from the bottom. And as long and sometimes my world is like this. And that's when I run into trouble, is when my world is like this. So as long as I can keep my hanger right side up, and I've used this enough times that all I have to do is close my eyes and visualize it. And I know that it's there, that um, I, I got to keep my priorities straight. If my priorities aren't straight, then, then nothing works for me. Um, so in that last paragraph, when it says the only condition is the trust in God and clean house. I was in program. Well, I, a, a lot of people say that, that you have, and I know they do in AA, you have to put down the alcohol before you can work the steps. Um, if I could have put the food down, I wouldn't have needed to come to OA. I couldn't put the food down. And it, I was in program for nine years before I actually started to lose weight. Now I stopped gaining weight because I was putting in more than 20 pounds a year um, before program. So I stopped gaining weight. I got tremendous amount of spiritual uh, recovery. I got a tremendous amount of emotional recovery, but it took nine years before um, I started to to um, lose, to release the excess weight. Uh, step three, uh, I was in program for 19 years when my middle granddaughter, who's now my middle granddaughter was born. Her name is Sadie. And Sadie, I was living, still living in Michigan. She was living down here in Florida where I am now. And Sadie was born with a um, heart, defect, or it's actually a, a combination called tetralogy of Fallot. There can be up to six things wrong with the heart. And she had four of the six. Uh, when she was seven months old, she had open heart surgery. They had to put her on a, on a heart lung machine. And so, I mean, I was here, I came down to Florida. My husband and I came down to be with my daughter and son-in-law and to help take care of their um, two and a half year old. It was about that age. Uh, but when this all was going on in the first seven months, I realized, I really came to believe that there was nothing that I could do. I was the person who was hanging on to that branch and going, you know, I can still do this. I can still do this, you know, kind of thing. I just maybe was holding on by two fingers, but I wasn't ready to let go. So I realized at that point that, there was absolutely nothing that I could do to help her, to help my granddaughter. I could be supportive of the parents. Um, I had enough program to know that I couldn't ask for, um, um, that it was to ask God to cure her. God had his own plan and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't mine. But I was able to ask God to put um, his hands on the shoulders of the surgeons and to help direct them. And then I also, since I knew that it was not right to pray for anything for my, just for me, I asked God to give me the strength to deal with whatever happened. 
Um, now, I am thrilled to say that Sadie's 15 years old and she's absolutely perfect in every way. She's a drama queen, but most 15-year-old <laughs> teenage girls are. But um, she's absolutely, her heart is perfect in every way. And so I am very blessed, but I do know that I would have had, that God would have given me the strength to deal with whatever happened. And that's pretty much the way I, I lead my life. And that is, I ask, you know, whatever, whatever your plan is, God, I don't know what it is. Uh, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but just, you know, direct me, direct me and, and, um, uh, you know, give me, give me the ability to, to do what I cannot do alone. And I, I can't do any of this alone. Something that I've learned along the way is that a number of years ago, I took good and bad out of my vocabulary. I'm not a good person because I ate a certain way. I'm not a bad person because I ate a certain way. Uh, I chose to lose weight um, yes, vanity was in there. I would be a liar if I said I didn't like the way I look now as opposed to how I looked 120 pounds heavier. But I wanted to be healthy. I have nine grandchildren. I want to be around to, uh, to play with them. And I could get down on the floor and play, but getting back up again, I, you know, that <laughs> was pretty hard. So um I wanted to lose the weight to be a healthier person. So the words that I've substituted for good and bad are, are healthy and unhealthy. So every day, every meal, um, every bite is I make the choice to either eat healthy or to eat unhealthy. And uh, I, I'm probably healthier today than I ever was. Now I've been through cancer and I'm 11 years clean from lung cancer. Um, but I, that was another one where I was able to say, God, this is in your hands. Uh, you know, I want to be around for these grandchildren. I want to live a longer life, but whatever is your plan for me, um, uh, you know, uh, I'll, I'll take it. So I try to, this is a design for living. I wish the entire world had a 12-step program. I think it would be better for all of us everywhere that we you know, get out of ourselves, take responsibility for our actions, and let a, a loving and caring God lead us. But that, you know, that doesn't happen. Um, I live by the 10th step that if I, if I mess up, I try to take care of it right away. Even if that other, I had a situation, I'm a, a retired teacher, and this happened when Survivor, the show Survivor was fairly new, maybe in its first or second year. And one, it was at the end of the season, and one of my kids said to me, oh, did you see Survivor last night? You know, da, 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 da. And I snapped and said, you know, if I had cared about the show, I would have watched it. Well, that just it was at the end of the school day and it just bothered me. I hardly slept that night. So I met the kid at the school bus when the bus arrived the next morning 
And I called him over and, and the kids are going, oh, are you in trouble, you know? And I, and I just said, I apologized to him. I said, that was just so uncalled for and it was so unnecessary. And I'm just, he didn't even remember, you know, but it didn't matter. I remembered and I was unkind and I had to, I had to make the amends. And that's, that's how I try to lead my life. I, um, uh, I, I try to be polite. I try to say please and thank you. One of my granddaughters said to me one time, she goes, Bobby, you are the most thankful person I know because I always say please and thank you. And I, I try to live the way God wanted me to live. And I couldn't have done this without program. Now, I wasn't a horrible person before I came in, but I'm such a better person now. Uh, I think I am. I've been told that I am. Uh, I try to stay out of me uh, and put God first. And, and what they're saying, what I'm reading in this in this section that we read was not to become so good at what we do that we have our sponsees or people that we come in contact with trust us rather than to trust in God. Um, I, I meant to, at the beginning, to invite God into, into, uh, um, into what I said, to, what I am speaking to today, be, and let him guide my words. And, and I really believe that most of what I do uh, is, is uh, God-directed. Uh, when someone compliments me on something, it's not me. You know, it's God speaking through me. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's the program. It's, it's you guys. And, um, five I know, minutes, Ellie, I was just going to ask how I'm doing on time. Uh, now, all right. You reminded me and now I forgot the next thing I was going to say. <laughs> oh, well, it'll come back or it won't. Uh, but I was talking about, um, uh, having God in, in, in my life and, and being dependent on my higher power rather than dependent on me. When we do our jobs too well as sponsors or even as friends of, of OA members, uh, our fellows, uh, when we do our job too well, then, it, then they become more important. We become more important than God and God has, God has to come first. It has to, I'm powerless over my food obsession. I'm not powerless over all foods, but I'm powerless over a lot. And um, I do believe that a power greater than myself can restore me to sanity. And then I invited God in. Took me a while, but I did. And now God directs everything that I do. And um, thank you for allowing me to share. And thank you all for being here. Oh, I know what I was going to say. One last thing. And that was that a lot of meetings end with what you see here, whom you see here, when you leave here, let it stay here. But I try to add, uh, um, but share the message, just not the messenger. Everything I know came from you. I didn't, I, I'm not inventive. Well, it came from the literature too, but it, I'm not inventive. Everything that I pass on, uh, it came from all of you. And if we don't pass on the message, that's not a good thing. We need to pass it on. We just don't need to pass on who said it. Thank you. Thank you all for being here.